With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. An encounter with a tall night crawler, a supernatural being. I was contacted by a gentleman who lives in Canada who wanted me to share his encounter that he had with a shape-shifting being known as the night crawler. Now he's done an extensive amount of research into what he saw that night. So much so that I've included a link to it below the video and I'd advise you to check it out. Here's the encounter in his own words. My encounter experience happened back in 2010 in Lower Mainland, the Fraser Valley in British Columbia, Canada. It was approximately early October, mid-October and I was 16 at the time. I'm 26 years old now. My oldest friend lived in the northwest rural part of my city which is a lot of forest area and farmland. His backyard has five acres of forest with a few houses surrounded in the distance around the outskirts of the forest. We would go and explore the forest all the time because it was quite mystical and it was a really cool place to wander. This one time, me and my friend went outside to his forest with his dog, like we'd usually do in the daytime. But this time we went there at night. We were in his backyard forest about 1am to just go and explore. The plan was to have a smoke, but we didn't even get that far. We were completely sober when we saw the being, and it was much later at home before we finally did get that smoke. Now there's a steep cliff made out of the forest floor when you first walk in there, and the cliff's only about 20 to 25 feet into the forest area from the entrance. When we were standing at the top of the cliff, looking down the ravine, we saw something. It was before the pathway leading down to the rest of the forest and the creek at the very bottom, which was the only safe way to walk down there, actually, especially at night. I could see a seven to eight feet tall, pure white, soft-looking figure, and it was in between the trees, moving around, softly swaying, left or right, back and forth. And it was standing, touching the forest floor, in the exact same place the whole time we saw it, making absolutely no sound, and there was absolutely no wind. I wasn't even going to say anything about the figure to my friend at first, because I was waiting for my friend to say something. We observed it for a couple of seconds in complete silence, and we were mesmerised by its movements. Then I asked my friend if he saw it too, and he said, yeah, he could see it as well. We stood silent in fear as we were watching it do its strange, unsettling, soft, swaying movements, whilst trying to adjust our eyes to the being and see what it was doing. As we continued watching it for a couple of minutes, I felt like I was in a slight daze, watching it sway. And I started to feel impending doom setting. I made a drawing of what it looked like. 
I had the sinking feeling in my chest area, like when you're going to die or you're in a life-threatening situation. And I had shivers going throughout my body. And that's when I told my friend specifically, I don't like this. And he agreed and we left immediately. I wasn't so much scared of the sight of the being. I was more curious about the strange movements it was making and what it really looked like. I was scared of the feeling of death that it made me feel. I was frozen with fear and I literally felt like I was going to die or something bad was going to happen. We left very quickly because we didn't know what it was and it scared us. And our intuition, our gut feeling of dread and death told us it was dangerous and time to leave. We didn't want to go and check out what it was or approach it and I knew it was time to leave. I remember my friend yelling something at it because he could tell that his dog was scared and I'm entirely positive the dog was whimpering throughout and the being was just still, swaying back and forth, left to right between the trees in the same exact spot the whole time. Almost immediately after we got out of the forest, it felt like a huge weight had been lifted off my shoulders and the feeling of dread pretty much left immediately. The supernatural being was just a set of white long limbs which seemed to be at least seven to eight feet tall from when we were standing. It was about 30 or 40 feet away below us. It was around the pathway we would have taken down to the rest of the forest. It was not a trick of the mind, an optical illusion or light. There was no light or moon shining in the forest because it was filled with tall pine trees and other vegetation at varying heights. It was not a spider web or any sort of garbage. We went back in the morning when it was daylight and we saw nothing out of the ordinary. His forest is in pristine condition because no one ever goes in it. There's no garbage or signs of humans in there. There were no houses close enough to give off any light or give off a shine through the trees and this beam was not see-through. It looked like it was almost solid but it was very ghostly or spirit looking as well. It had an upside down V or a U shape and it had no facial features, no head at all from what we could see in the dark. It was so white, it looked like it was almost shining, but it wasn't giving off any light or any sort of illumination. It didn't illuminate the ground or the trees around it. You could see the shadow being cast while it was swaying in the pitch black forest like it was a real animal. It looked solid enough to the point where you couldn't see through it at all and it was solid white. It appeared to be three-dimensional. It looked soft and kind of shiny and it was swaying left to right, right to left with its two really long arms. It looked bulky and strong at the top and shoulder areas and where the head would have been, but there was no head that I could see. The two long arms or legs almost looked like the front view of an ape crawling on all fours would look like, as if they were hunched up tight in the front. The best way I can describe it is seven to eight foot, thin 
separated curtains in the shape of an upside-down V or a U, touching the forest floor and swaying left to right, back and forth, in a specific motion, with no sound at all, absolutely no wind, dead silent. Its movements were psychedelic and sort of hypnotising, and it was soft. There's a film called Hereditary, and in it you see um, a spirit called Charlie, and he enters Peter's body. That's probably the most solid description I can give of what it looked like. So if you look up the film Hereditary and have a look, it was making no sound at all while it was swaying, and it was beautiful to look at and terrifying and unsettling at the same time. And that's why it was so astonishing to look at. It was almost angelic. There were absolutely no sounds in the forest. It was dead silent while it was moving back and forth, back and forth. Its movements could have been a lure of some sort because it didn't move towards us or go anywhere. Or was it just letting us know to stay away because it was scared to death as well? Or it just didn't want us to disturb it? It was literally something you'd see in a science fiction horror movie. There are absolutely no animals in northern British Columbia, Canada or the rest of Canada and the US that look close to what we saw that night. There are absolutely no animals that are seven to eight feet tall and stand on two legs. It did not have a body. Its two legs or arms were its body. It was not an animal. And there was no possible way to debunk this. I tried. I have explored all the options of what it could have been. This was the first time we ever went out into the forest at night. And it was the last time we ever went into the forest at night. The five acres of forest is the biggest area of woods around there. Around the area of a town, it's mostly just a couple of million dollar houses. And the rest is farms and forest area. It's pretty much the green belt of my city. My friend has no neighbours that are close to the location. The closest neighbours being at least three blocks down the street on the right-hand side of the forest. Now, to this day, the feeling that I had when I saw the being and I saw it move still gives me the shivers. The fact that we went out to the forest at that time, really late at night, and happened to see that freaks me out as well because it was clearly meant to be seen by us. If we went out any later or any sooner, we might not have seen it in the forest at that moment of time. Like I said, I didn't have to point out to my friend where the being was. He automatically saw it at the same time that I saw it. I think the feeling of dread could have possibly been a warning to keep away from it. And that's why me and my friend left right away, without any hesitation. This was my only paranormal experience that I've ever had. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With LuckyLandSlots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There was no paranormal activity that I experienced when I'd go to my friend's house or on his property or in the forest besides this one experience. But now that I think back on hanging outside there and exploring the woods... There is for something special about the whole location. I understand a lot of people are scared of these types of things and they don't want to believe that they exist. But you would have to be there yourself to understand what it looked like. You needed to see the creeping movements and feel what I felt. Seeing one of those beings up close is a spiritual experience that you need to experience and see for yourself to really understand what it's like. We have scaled my friend's forest, including the area where we saw the supernatural being, at least 20 different times on different days beforehand without seeing it. We went back the day after to the exact spot where we saw the being in the forest and noticed nothing out of the ordinary. We both knew that it was some sort of being, and it was something we shouldn't have been seeing or attempting to go up to. These specific beings go by the name Sas Asu and various other names from different indigenous cultures that I've learnt since. I will never forget walking out of that forest that night and I will remember it for the rest of my life. I've looked all over the internet and read it for encounters that were identical to mine and my friends or even similar, but there are absolutely no encounters like ours out there. I sent you a video called a Fresno Nightcrawler and it doesn't have any sound. And the reason I sent it, Deborah, is because I included this so the people would have an idea of the movement. Now, I did mention it again to my friend, um... About 2011, so I would have been 17 at the time, and I dug up the conversation in my Facebook messages. I clearly hadn't spoken to my friend in a while, and I said to him, I can't stop thinking about the figure we saw in the forest. The feeling I had when I saw it was death. He states, he's never been as scared since. He was worried to tell anyone about it, and he was mesmerised by its movements. I even asked if it could have been a bear or a yeta, but there was no way it was either of those, and he agreed. I am now well aware of the Nightcrawler videos. I wasn't aware of the videos until a couple of years after my encounter. I've seen the Fresno Nightcrawler video many times. The movements look way more terrifying and psychedelic in real life compared to the videos. And it looked a lot more ghostly or spirit-like. It was visually stunning haunting compared to the videos and something you would have to witness or experience for yourself. The one we saw stayed in the same exact spot the whole time we saw it. 
it did not walk anywhere like the ones in the videos and there were some differences in the appearances. I recently sent our experiences and the drawing I did of the being to someone that was a First Nations uh, who lived in BC not too far from me and he knew what it was straight away. He told me what the name of the being was in their language and he showed me their culture's high status symbol for it which was a double-headed serpent shaped like a U with an additional double-headed serpent with horns on the back and the head. And I was told to flip this symbol upside down because it represents the beings. I was told a little bit of other information and he told me to make a specific burial offering. He did some recent research based on what he told me. And I found out some of the other various names, different names that the First Nation cultures call the night crawlers here in BC, Canada. I was also told by another First Nations person that lives in the same city as me. If you do go outside at night, don't eat or drink anything. Ask before you enter the forest. And it's best to keep your distance from them. I showed an artist our experience and the drawing I made and he said... We, in our region, know it to be a shapeshifter. You're lucky it had no face, as we also know that to make eye contact with it would turn you to salt. The legend says its origins start in a particular river here on the central coast, where it was created by a fisherman, who, upon spearing the fish, split it vertically from the head towards the tail. The flesh inside was revealed to be a bright and shimmering rainbow of colours, and the supernatural creature was born. It's referenced in many stories throughout the 13 tribes. The Sasasul is indeed a powerful being, and if you cross it, you'll find yourself in a bad spot. However, based on your description, he told me, it either didn't want to hurt you, or it may have been offering you something. If you encounter it again, ask it what it wants, he said. Gauge the situation. Feel it. And if you truly feel it's malicious, then by all means, don't stick around. Take someone with you. Some entities are sly, and it may attempt to entice you into something unsavoury. Now, sadly, I do not know enough about Native American law to give an in-depth description of these beings. I only know what I've learnt over the years and one gentleman named Red Wolf once told me sometimes when you see a tree without the bark you can see the life it's led you see its scars and its healing as all things on earth are alive in their own way as it should be some energies are as old as time and they can change into these living beings they become become one with them as we humans once could there are many names for the energy that does this, from Kushtika to Silke, very similar to the English Selkie or Waterhorse. Now, the name's not important, he said. Understanding the beings and what they want from us is what you should be looking for. Red Wolf explained to me that it's not just humans who have feelings and emotions who yearn and demand. All living things are the same. Some living beings choose a darker path and they feed on emotion. It increases them. It brings them to life in a more powerful way.
There are energies that can transform at will into your worst nightmare. They become the thing you fear the most. They will appear as the thing you fear the most and they will drink on the fear that you exude from that encounter. Some of these beings are as old as time. Some come from other worlds within hours. Some are cosmic scent and they come to trick or deceive you. They will appear in female form to entice you or take the form of a lost love or a departed loved one. They will entice you with flickering lights and lead you deep into forests or caves and they use your inner darkness to charge themselves. Honestly, this confused me as on many occasions some of the things I see don't scare me. I draw comfort from them, kind of strength and clarity. And then I remembered an earlier lesson that you told me about life in its basic form. All energy has an opposite. So for every nightmare out there stalking the weak, there's another kind, the kind that heals and helps and grows with positive input. It's dark and light, hot and cold. The choice in the end lies within all of us, whether living human or energy orb, ancient deity or dimensional traveller. What we crave and project is what we attract. Fear builds on fear, keeps you trapped. Jealousy and hate work like poison. The boys who witnessed the shape-shifting nightcrawler did not ask for that to happen. They had no choice in it. The event will no doubt stay with both of them for the rest of their lives. They can't rewind time and face the event with new knowledge in hindsight, and can't change one single microsecond. The only choice they have is how they deal with it going forward. It is different for everyone. Each witness to a terrifying event finds their own way. What is important is you make the choice to move on from it. Now, we'll always be witnesses to impossible things, Things that will bring fear and doubt in abundance. But that doesn't have to define us. If we experience this horrifying event and made it through, then we can tolerate and achieve anything. I could see how the witness teeters between a horrifying event that felt like death to mentioning them on one occasion as angels. Now that's the fundamental question. What side do you lean on? Did it appear to feed from them, to lead them to the deaths? Or was it there to impart knowledge, a hint at an ability lay dormant, waiting to be tapped into and used? Every country has a shapeshifter in its legends. From the Dryads, the Banara, the Lesher, to the Puka, the Sarkgold, the Tanuka. Tales passed on from the Veil of Time, recorded in word and language. Back in the days when we barely saw other humans, when world communication was yet to be, there are worldwide stories. And these stories are completely the same the world over. From dark fairies that lead you into the woods, to a shape-shifting wolf that comes to eat you, sucker buses and energy changers and shifters and fairies and elves, all of that is entwined in our makeup. 
the very first known cave painting of a shapeshifter was found in Indonesia and it's thought to be at least 44,000 years old. This ancient painting from the island of Sulawesi consists of a scene portraying part human, part animal, figures hunting. I know many of you out there are plagued by some of these energy takers. Energy that shifts in shape and confuses you. Still unsure which is good and which is not. I know what that feels like. You have to take back control. Set out your boundaries like a warrior. Surround yourself with positive thought, positive intent and a renewed sense of self moving forward. Trust your gut instincts as always. Now, as I say, the witness has done an immense amount of research into these supernatural beings and I've included a link to it in the description below. I seriously hope he finds answers to what he saw that night because I know what it's like to be out there thinking you're on your own. But I also know there are others who have seen it, others that have seen the Nightcrawler for themselves. If you're one of them or you know one of them, please get in touch so I can put you in touch with the witness himself. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.